Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Podcast like it. Just podcast like it. Podcast like it's night. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> I honestly don't know what you were expecting. I wanted it to go under me while oh I was talking. God. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. And, so I, and you know forward. who else wants that? The audience? Definitely. Well, you know what? I'll I can't just have sing, everything I'll they want. I'll just sing it instead. Oh, baby, baby. Oh it's yeah. that time it is. We're finally... for podcasts like it's 1999 oh, to talk about your favorite musician. Our favorite artist. <laughs> Kenny's favorite artist. I don't mean by our. I don't mean like the royal we or you mean the I world. Mean America's yeah, the yeah, world's yeah. favorite artist. Yeah, the Britney Spears. Britney Jean Spears. Britney Jean Spears. Um, <laughs> we're here with Molly Green, Molly who Green. looks like a deer cut in headlights. I'm just so excited. About this. <laughs> Molly brought in. Uh, I could not be handouts. Happy. We got handouts. We got so much. We got a discography. We got we a got, videography. We got. It's amazing. Um, we got it's great stuff. at least. 90 minutes of content. Phil thinks two and Kenny. a half hours of content. I love the Kenny who – who there's a segue. There isn't a segue Kenny doesn't love. There isn't. That's true. I love all the segues. He will, he will, he'll talk until forever. So Can't we're here talking. for three hours. That's why I'm here. I'm here. Not because of me. I'm here to talk. Right. Um, Britney Spears. Britney Spears Britney in Spears. 1998 put out uh, her first music video. In November of 88. Hit me, baby, one more time. Or baby, one more time. Yeah. Um, and then the album came out. The album. January 12th. Yes, the album was called dot 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 baby one more time. <laughs> um, January twelfth, so right in the beginning of the year, we were blessed with baby one more time. We were we were best blessed with the birth of Britney Spears, the 
cultural icon. Yeah. Um, so it, much to say about Britney Spears, Phil. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I wanted. I'm gonna start this by by kind of dropping a bunch of facts on us, some statistics of this album. Yeah, everyone and, wants and, the dry shit. Get it out well, there. I just. I think it's important that people know. I know that people know how big this album was, but when you actually hear some of these numbers, it's kind of shocking because this will never happen again. I mean, there is nothing that will come even close to this level of success. I, I don't, don't know. Think. Isn't TRL coming back? That's the rumor. <laughs> I guess. So, that's part of it, you know? It absolutely is part of it. Um, so Baby One More Time was released on January 12, 1999 through Jive Records. TRL, did- by the way, fucking sucked, except for Britney. <laughs> Um, I don't know that. that I watched it every single. Me day. too. Of course I did. <laughs> so and I mean, yeah. Well, there was nothing else to watch. Yeah. For the fucking nineties, and <laughs> it was. It, I mean, Molly, as a as a aficionado, you can speak to the fact that TRL was Britney. Yes. Some boy band stuff. And a lot a of lot corn. of boy band. Oh yeah, a lot of corn. yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. Of corn. And Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit, yeah. and corn and like asshole music. Insane. Oh yeah, yeah, boy band stuff. Eminem. Was on Eminem, there's a yeah. lot. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I don't think. That's no, I think it? it was 2000. I think Eminem. Um, I'm pretty sure it's 2000. Stan, but whatever it was, like yeah, Eminem was starting. Marilyn Manson was involved, but um, yeah, it was bad music mostly. I mean, that's my refrain on on the popular music of 1999. There was Britney, and garbage. <laughs> well, there we're done. Right. No, no, but- we're not done because we're talking about the one thing we're talking about. Aside from you know, there's obviously some stuff that wasn't really big in '99. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course, that's really good. Like mm-hmm. Beck had you know Midnight Vultures, but Fiona Apple had some great stuff in it. I mean, Blur had stuff. some great stuff. But Britney, in terms of people who actually like made a cultural impact mm-hmm. beyond you know Phil, um, <laughs> <laughs> Britney, Britney stands. Head and shoulders above the rest. All right, please go ahead. Um, so uh, it debuted number one on the Billboard 200, selling 121,000 copies in its first week, replacing DMX's "Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood." Ah. Good album, good album. Spears broke several records by doing so. The singer became the first new female artist to have a number one single on the Billboard 100, number one album on the Billboard 200 at the same time. First new artist, male or female, to have a single go to the number one spot the same week that the album debuted at number one. First first new female artist to have the first single and first album at number one on the same week. After four weeks since its release, the album had sold 500,000 copies, according to Nielsen Soundscan. After dropping to the top five, the album went back up to number one in its fourth week with a total of 800,000 units sold. Uh, Baby One More Time spent a total of six non-consecutive weeks at number one and sold more than 1.8 million copies in its first two months of release in the country. Uh, it is 47 in its 47th week on the Billboard 200. The album held strong at number three and with sales of over 10 million copies in the United States alone. Uh, and uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the album was certified diamond, making Spears the youngest artist to receive this award, breaking Alanis Morissette's record when she was 21 years old with Jagged Little Pill. The album was the 14th album since 1991 to sell over 10 million copies in the United States, making Spears the best selling female artist of 1999. Uh, Baby One More Time spent a total of 51 weeks in the top 10 of the Billboard 200. It is the second best-selling album in the history of the United States. And she was uh, 17 sorry, sorry, years the, old. Uh, second best-selling album in the U.S. only behind Millennium by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay. The album spent a total Ever? of... Ever? Uh, best, second best-selling album in the U.S. behind Millennium's Backstreet Boys. That's what it says. The album spent a total of wow. 103 weeks on the chart. I mean, it is it is a it is just one staggering statistic after another. Yeah, to, and to think that all happened because of sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't, honestly, 
I think that the point I'm trying to make is that, and Kenny wants to be a dick about this right Get out of the myself. Get out myself. Um, but I think that um, sometimes became sort of her all-important second hit. In 1999, it was a year full of one-hit wonders. Uh, and for her to sh- – it is a weirdly forgotten. It's not a good song. I'm not sitting here saying it's a good song. I'm saying that if she had not released a second song that was good, it was over. And my was argument a- is she released a second song that wasn't good and it didn't matter because the strength of Baby One More Time was such that anything that came in its wake mm-hmm. would have been sampled by the public to a, to a really large degree. That same thing happened with Alanis Morissette. Um, that her subsequent songs after You Ought to Know weren't that great. In fact, her third single, Ironic, was better than her second single, which I think was, can't remember. Um, <clears throat> but I, I I think that's kind of the point, that anything Britney did next would have been I understand that. I, I understand that argument, and, and I get that you don't like the song sometimes, which is totally fair. Sometimes is um, not even close to the worst song on that album. Oh, I agree with that. So too. I mean, that album actually is, sometimes is. I mean, spoiler: it's not a good album. No, um, no, it, I agree, it has, I agree it has with that too. three singles in the first three songs, and then the rest of it is kind of not very good. But my my really my overarching point here is that they were able to craft another song that was halfway decent they were able to get three big singles out of this album i'm not disputing that Mm -hmm. i'm saying that that i don't believe that in this time if the song had been complete garbage that britney spears has a career i know you think otherwise and that's fine but i don't think that that she if you look at her list of singles if you look at her biggest songs right she tends to have one or two big singles right Sometimes three, depending on what it is. And the rest of the album is not particularly Here's good. the master play with sometimes. Yes. Right? It's not the strongest song in the album. Right. It's maybe the third strongest song in the album. I'm yeah. not sure. But they knew Drive Me Crazy. You Drive Me Crazy was going to be a hit, right? So the Just like play the movie. is well, <laughs> release the sort of not great one and then drop the banger after yeah. that. And you've got like... Three there's there's around. something also to so Rob Sheffield on, in Rolling Stone had a really interesting um, article which I lifted some some portions from and, and when it comes to, to sometimes he says sometimes is weirdly forgotten today but uh, but much more than baby one more time it defined the Britney persona the world would come to know and love over the years she sings in the voice of an ordinary American girl with too many feelings everything she spent everything she spent her first hit pretending not to be in the video she mopes around the beach sighing over some cute when was guy. this written. This was written uh, in this was this was just uh, earlier this year. He doesn't understand Britney. <laughs> anyway, uh, nobody understands except the uh, except her squad of elfin dancers who frolic around her in a heart shaped elfin. Pier. Yeah, I like that. He doesn't even sometimes like Britney. I think some, that, I'm serious. Let me finish. Sometimes made her a mainstream star and pushed what could have been a one shot into a franchise uh, wearing Vegas plates. Blink-182 got famous parodying this career-making, all the small things. They parodied this video. Uh, this was also the hit where Britney debuted her signature video move. Rolling up her eyes to the camera, the sensitive uplink became her trademark. Okay. Rob Sheffield clearly doesn't like her. He's making fun of her the whole I, time. That's not true. All the uh, small m- thing video, which I, which I love, is, is not a is, – is, that is not – a parody of Britney sometimes. That is a parody of I want it that way. Voice, yeah. It's it, it's like a shot for shot. If they include other things, like the Naked Gun includes other 
not, I mean, like, I also just want to, I'm, I'm going to defend him really quickly and say that this, this generally, this article is a love letter to the album. And it's a love letter to her. I'm just saying that this is a specific portion of it that talks about sometimes. So just Britney you know. Spears. Yes. Is, is really misunderstood by old idiots like that. She's not like the, the, the closest thing she ever got to that, that mm-hmm. actually made any sense was, uh, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah, yeah, which is what I think that old white men, old white journalists wanted to believe about her. Mm-hmm. But what she really is, and I think this is really fucking important, okay. is that she's a slave for you, <laughs> and she's also <laughs> if you, and she's also she if was you born see, to make you happy. She's also if you see Kami, <laughs> um, she she is she is toxic. The stuff that she has put out there. Yeah. Like first and foremost, every time lucky, it is not this like coying girl on the beach. That is not who she is. Period. End of story. She pushes the envelope with every subsequent fucking album. In in, you believe that there's other people that could have differing opinions on Britney Spears, right? Like we don't all just have to adhere to to your perspective on Britney Spears. Like other people can see other versions. No, this of is her. called an impassioned case that I'm making. <laughs> I, I believe that. I'm just, I just I want to make sure that like we can have sort of a discussion about feel the breadth. F- feel of free Britney. to make the counter. The feel free to make the counter argument that she was pushed forward by, by like lame coying eyes looking up at the camera, sometimes adjacent um, videos and songs. F- feel free to make that case because after sometimes doesn't feel like I am free to make that case. But I, I mean, no, 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 no offense. I don't think you're able to make the case. So you can you, you can you, make the case, but but. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is they don't exist. These songs you're talking about and Rob Sheffield's talking about, they don't exist. And like you look down her look down her her yeah. her discog di- yeah. discography or her videography, it's not work, bitch. Scream and shout, criminal, I wanna go till the word ends, hold it against me, which is like one of my favorite fucking songs. Like that's not who she is. That's not Here's the thing like though. All right, this is an atypical Britney album. Baby one more time. Yes, it is. Right? It's 100%. not because it's it's no one knows who she is at this point. Mm-hmm. And the subtext of basically every song is like, "Oh, if you need me, I'll just be over here in the corner obsessing about you." <laughs> like that's essentially true. This is absolutely That's true. The, that's yeah. the message of every single song. Mm-hmm. And after this album is, I think, when we start to see what we know as Britney and what we love as Britney. Which Oops, is, I did it again. Yeah, I mean, you know, more <laughs> empowered, more self-aware. Yes. Yeah. Oops, I did it again. I'm in control. Um. So that's it, Phil. Go ahead. I will shut up. No, I, I'm, I'm, I don't have anything to add. I'm just going to sit over here and let you do what you got to do. But I want to hear other people's cases. No, you don't. So it's fine. We'll just what keep What does moving. that mean? No, I don't. We have a two-hour podcast. Like, Okay. I just – I guess all I'm trying to say here is – that this I don't think this is binary. I think that there are a lot of different versions and a lot of different things about this about this icon that people love. And I think that sometimes there's a version of that that people really love. That's really all I'm saying. I don't it can't and I know you don't agree, and that's fine, but I'm saying that to 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 she speaks to you in a certain way, and that's totally fair. And she speaks to Molly in a certain way as well. Like she speaks to everybody. That's that's about being a chameleon pop artist. So I think that there's something to be said for the for the fact that there are different modes to this artist and that's why she has the longevity that she has. I think that 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 is one of the things that makes her great and interesting. I think she's a lot more like so I think that I think what I'm trying to say is she's not a chameleon. She's a lot more like Madonna. 
Like she's just she's just tearing down walls every with with every step. I there's but that's that's I mean there is just no version of Britney that that could sing a song like sometimes and and I mean she could but like it would be weird and it would be such a it would be a hundred steps backwards. Guys, I love what Britney Spears brings out in all of us. <laughs> Isn't this incredible? I, I, I just think that and and yes, I, first of all, yes. Um, I I just think that. It's we're we're really having a, a discussion about like the definitions of what a chameleon is and what I mean and what this idea that you're like she Madonna is a chameleon. I mean she has done various different genres. That's one of the reasons that Madonna's less interesting than Britney. I agree. Okay, if that's what you're trying to say, I, yes. I, I, okay. Um, so I, I think that in terms of this album and in terms of the sort of the, the impact that it had, it obviously had a tremendous impact. Um, it was, uh, I mean, w- w- why do you love it? I guess. What is it about Brittany that you love Molly? Well, I've grown to love Brittany. I'm from Louisiana. And so I, you know, like she's always been a presence. Um, and at first I wasn't so sure about her, but as I got older and sort of saw what Brittany's whole deal has become, I started to sort of, I, I think, get it a lot more. Sure. And sort of, um, I, I think to me now, Brittany is like, the closest thing we have to like these old Hollywood starlets who are like, you know, institutionalized against their will or lobotomized against their will. And it's like, it's an incredible story. And she continues to remain at the top of her game while all this is going on. She's incredible. And there's a mystique about her too, because 20 years in the public eye and you don't know that much about her, you know, her meltdown gave us some of a, an insight into her a, a little, little bit. bit a little bit but not a lot yeah it just made me it, it just confirmed what i thought about her which is that she's a genius but um she's <laughs> but, um speaking of the whole idea of the hollywood starlet institutionized lobotomized thing what's cool about her is uh she has enough agency to write about it yes she does and sing about it and push back against it from within the system like i Beyonce does it a little bit or started to do it later in her career where she like, you know, kind of took what was given to her and just started kicking and punching um, and saying, like, if you're going to listen to what I'm going to say, whatever it is, I'm going to say, I'm going to say whatever I want to say. Britney's been doing it since her second album. Well, the interesting thing is she's written such a volume of songs that have never been on any album. Uh, even on Baby One More Time, she wrote a song that was like a bonus track or something. And I watched a, like an interview of her from 1999 with MTV or something. And she's just so proud of this one stupid song. She's telling the interviewer about it. And they're like, well, why isn't it on the reg- regular main album? And she's like, that's a really good question. <laughs> but, you know, like from day one, she's tried to be that artist with a singular voice and it's always sort of eluded her. But you see glimmers of it. Like I, I have a feeling you guys are fans of every time um, or I'm going to guess that Kenny is. Yes. Yeah. But like you <laughs> see that every once in a while you get that little thing from Britney and you're like, in, oh, my God. In a way, I can't kind of explain. Yeah. I And that video. And it's like it's not my favorite Britney song. Um, but it is my favorite Britney video. Without a doubt. It's like her, I, I would say her opus. best 
yeah. moment as an artist is the every time video. It's, Phil does not agree. I can tell. Did you watch the video? Uh, are, you, are you familiar with it? I, I, I did not watch that video. Oh, Phil, um, you would love this. Are you not familiar with it? I'm not just even. Just... No, I, I, I know the song. I don't know the video. You would be very into this. Video. Um, I, I, I don't doubt it. Um, I, having not seen that, my favorite video of hers is toxic, but that's um, also great. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that video, so I can't speak to it. Well, I, after I, this I can, is yeah, I mean, I, I, I put a hundred thousand dollars on it being your favorite Britney video. You, okay, there's no way it's not right, Molly. I mean, it's well, just it's head and shoulders. <laughs> it's <just no> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't even I can, want to describe do you want me it to, to I can watch it. You want me to watch it right now? Should we pause the podcast or put it on the, in the background? Uh, All right. All right. <laughs> Here we go. You want to describe what's happening as? Well? Sure. Oh my god. Put it, oh put man. It really loud. Um, this is such a treat for the audience. Yeah. All right, guys. Buckle Did up. Did you watch last night when I sent you uh, the Spring Breakers? No. Uh, I've seen Spring Breakers. Yeah. This is an ad for uh, Vimeo. Vimeo? Sponsor of this podcast. They're not. Are they advertising on YouTube? Yes. Wow. It's like when, like, Fox buys... Oh, wait. Have I seen this video? So we're flying over Vegas, guys, in a chopper. Oh, I have... (laughs) Yes, okay. This video. Yeah, okay. So we've got a a Vegas billboard of Britney. I'm just going to describe what I'm seeing. Which, by by the way... She's in the backseat with Stephen Dorff. Before she had a residency. (laughs) Before she had a... Stephen Dorff and her are in the back of a, a limo. Oh man, Stephen Dorff in this video. It's his best performance by a million. <laughs> it's not even close to her best It's Stephen Dorff. It's, it's the reason I think he could have been a movie star. Oh my god, he's shirtless for like half this video too. Um, <laughs> sort right. of so like for Brittany, no reason. Is Brittany in a, in a Dodgers cap? No, it's no. not. Oh, sorry. It's, it's like not. a Brittany cap. It's, it's a B. It's no, no, no. It looks like a D. It it's looks a, like a Detroit Tigers. It's an obscure it's baseball team. It's like a Alabama minor league team. She's being, she's being uh, mauled by fans. Um, now we're looking at tabloids. And Stephen Dorff's throwing tabloids at people. <laughs> Stephen Dorff is really bringing it, guys. Um... What else I'm really looking at right now? It's just more tablet stuff. You want to talk about the uh, the frame rate? Frame rate? <laughs> um, I, no, I don't. It's, uh, it's slow motion. It's it is in slow motion. Yes. I, I wearing some sort of a blazer over a dress of some sort. Yeah. Right, this is. Oh, uh, she's gonna strip down. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, have you seen this? I have not seen this. Oh man. So Brittany and, and Stephen are having words. Yeah. You don't know where this is going to go. I don't. Wow. I don't know what's happening. He's throwing he's, now he's throwing flowers against the wall. I love the way that I love the way the base yes. goes quicker than the flowers. Yeah, There's so, so much weird. throwing stuff in this video. Yeah, he's really He throws good. everything. Brittany looks great in this video. Yeah. Yeah. She looks great in this video. Now we're Brittany in front of a white screen just straight to camera. Oh, it's going to start going a little Grey's anatomy here. Yeah, that's right. So now Brittany's uh Taking off her clothes, as is Steven. Yep. And she's getting in a in a bathtub. Oh no! Watch out for the bathtub, Brittany. <laughs> um, you're gonna like Spring Breakers now more after watching this. Like Brittany's, I said to you, I think Brittany's you'd like bleeding it. now. Yeah. This is, remember she got hit in the head when she got out of the limo. Did she? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sensing, I'm sensing that there's a. Um, 
that Brittany's life is in danger right now. Uh, she's now under the water in the bathtub. So a genius director. <laughs> Uh, she's running down the halls. It is a very crazy night. I mean, this is like when uh, when they, Meredith drowns. Yeah. David LaChapelle. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what that was, but okay. It was me. Um, now Brittany is looking. It looks like she's looking at herself in the ER on the on the gurney. It's called an out of body experience. Stephen Dorff and shirtless. Stephen Dorff just shirtless just pulls her out of the bathtub. She. I guess we don't really know passage of time, how long she was in that bathtub, but I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, long enough to... It's long enough to die. Long enough to die. Um, oh, now there's... Brittany, as a ghost, is seeing a baby born. Circle of life. Circle of life. It's like a lightning crash situation. <laughs> uh, she's running down a, a, a hallway in the hospital. Um, does she really die, guys? Well, hang on. Okay. Yes, we have there's a lot to unpack. Okay. I'm just I'm, just, I'm curious. I'm now there's a baby. Yeah, but hang on. Wait, wait. Don't, oh, okay. don't close it out yet. Oh, and now Brittany is reborn as she comes out of the bathtub. But that was not the original ending of this video. Oh, it what wasn't. Was the, original ending? the treatment for this video has been released. It leaked somehow. I mean, the actual video is what you think it would be. It's She kills herself. That's the video. Um, oh. And then the treatment leaked at some point, and some parent right organization was like, you know. Rightfully, uh, maybe that's not the maybe best we thing shouldn't, to do. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this. And so they, they did mean, I, the I, head I, injury. and the. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a great video, just, just to be <sighs> clear. Your favorite. I still like Toxic more. Oh. Toxic is just more fun. Toxic is Toxic has I mean, like an alias vibe and I'm just into it. Yeah. But, but all that being said, um, it's a great song. Uh, are those – those are the two big singles off of In the Zone, right? Or – oh, wait. Uh, Me Against the Music or The Music Against something like that. Isn't that also that in the album or am I crazy? Uh, Me Against the Music – I got that boom boom. You, you guys familiar with that one? Outrageous. No, I got that boom boom. Wait, also what, a classic. Wait, but what? I, I uh, think Fergie covered. I got that boom. boom. Yeah, to me, against the music was the first single, right? Because that's the Madonna. Yeah, song, yeah. Which is a great song and a great video. Yeah. Uh, and then it's toxic, and then it's every time, and then outrageous, mm-hmm. which I apparently R. Carly wrote. So, <laughs> <laughs> deep breath. Uh, so. I think that um, I'm trying to like it's it's so much to talk about. Yeah, it's Should we kind talk of about hard to sort of focus. Yeah, let's let's just focus on baby one more time for a second. Let's just focus on that video. Oh man, and on everything that that it encapsulates. Um, there's a a really great. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit before we got on mic, but um, Max Martin, famous Max Martin, who wrote Baby One More Time, uh, which was originally called Hit Me Baby One More Time because Swedes because those are the words of the song (laughs) well yeah and also I guess they thought it was like call me back sort of thing they didn't think but people were worried that there was going to be like a a domestic abuse angle or something far from problematic I I, I agree no one has ever really thought about the lyrics of this song it's literally about someone who's extremely lonely (laughs) like it's my (laughs) like it's the saddest song song. has has anyone actually read the lyrics i haven't i don't i feel like no one's even looked at that page on genius (laughs) has them tattooed on his back (laughs) i'm so into you yeah Yeah. it's terrible uh so max burden wrote produced the hit uh but it wouldn't have been a thing without her menacing growls of the ooh baby and and sort of this 
So Brittany apparently in an interview said that she spent the night before the session listening to Soft Cell's Tainted Love, oh. uh, uh, which was her motto for the vibe of the song. She wanted her voice to be kind of rusty. I wanted my voice to be able to groove with the track. So the night before, I stayed up really, really late. So I went into the studio. I wasn't rested. When I sang it, I just laid back um, and mellow. It sounds cool, though, you know, how it's sort of, this is Brittany's words, uh, how it sounds really low in the lower register. It sounds really sexy. So I kept telling myself, Brittany, don't get rest, which I think is kind of interesting that she, and we talked about this a little bit as we were walking to coffee before we came in here, but this idea of sort of Brittany's understanding of herself Bernie's understanding of what she's bringing to pop music, how she sort of sculpted an icon for, a, you know what I mean? Does that, does that make sense? Do you know sort of what I'm getting at? That, that she feels very sort of aware? She's or so we- casual. She's like achingly casual about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is going to sound ridiculous. She's a true genius, right? So I don't... Which I'm not questioning. By I'm way. not saying you are. Okay. She's not... there. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. With who? Well, yeah, we're all wondering oh. which one of us. <laughs> Am I gonna, With the beehive. Oh, no. But <laughs> Beyonce is not not a genius. But Beyonce is calculated. Whereas I think Britney just makes the right decisions time after time after time. So put there's thought put into it, don't you think? In the micro. Okay. Like, just like you said, right? So in the micro, how do I, how do I execute this particular song sure. perfectly? Sure. But I don't think Britney necessarily has a, I don't think Britney had a 10 year plan. I don't think she's had a 20 year plan. I don't think she had a five year plan. Mm-hmm. I think she has a, and, I, and actually, I think this is the best way to go about life. I think she has a, this moment plan. Mm-hmm. And I think her, this moment plan is really interesting, right? For what you just read. This is a really interesting way mm-hmm. to get across what I'm trying to get across in this moment. Sure. And that's kind of why I say she's a true genius. That's really where genius comes down. It's not necessarily it's not necessarily like I'm not saying she's not a hard worker. She's obviously an incredible hard worker, but it's not a lot of rumination. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of action. She's an incredible hard worker. I mean, yeah, one of yeah. the things that one the, that was sort of the the one of the things, you know, the research that I did for this feels like Everyone says that, that no yeah. one works harder than her, except for her unfortunate uh, one performance at the MTV, whatever. But, but, but look wow. look at her first but, four albums. They come out in yeah, – four albums crazy. come out within five years. It's nuts. It's nuts. So she's just boom, 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 And boom, touring boom. that on top of it. That To yeah. me, that speaks to somebody yep. who just goes and does it. Yep. And in general, yep. in general, I feel like indecision is what kills you. Um, they're all good decisions. Go out, make just go choose one and make move a, forward. Make a choice. Yeah, it's like the dumbest George Bush quote, but I and everyone made fun of him for it. But I thought it was like actually really <laughs> a good way to look at life. He, at the end, at like his farewell speech, he goes, "You might question whether I made the wrong decisions or the right decisions, but you can't question that I made them." <laughs> and it, you know, it's a, I respect that. You yeah. know what? He's a decider. Make the decisions. That's right. And yeah. like it's better to just make the decisions. So I so I want to I, I want to read just a really quick bit from the Entertainment Weekly oral history about the recording of Baby One More Time because I think it speaks to a little first of all it speaks to Britney's hard work. But uh, Max Martin said I was in Florida and Jeff Fenster asked me to stop by the office in New York to meet this girl uh, while I was in America. 
She was all dressed up. She was 16. She thought I was a 50-year-old producer from the old school. I had really long hair at the time. I looked like Ozzy Osbourne. It was pretty obvious she had something, even though she was very quiet and quite shy. Brittany then said, I didn't know what to expect. It was my first time overseas. They had six songs, and I had a week to record them. Max Martin said she was very well prepared. Since Baby One More Time was the first song, we really didn't know where to take it. Uh, We kept on recording. We tried a couple different styles. After a while, I could hear her stomach growl in the microphone. I asked if she was hungry. We had been going for eight hours. She said, no, I'm fine. I said, let's take a break. She ate three burgers. This is why this is the quintessential Britney Spears story. She is never comfortable. You will never see Britney Spears look comfortable as a person unless she is performing. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's her mode, you know? It's like, that's why she's such a hard worker. That's why the work ethic exists, because it's the only time she feels like a human being. That's true for a lot of artists. Yeah. It's also, 100%, I think it's also, um, there's a freedom in the persona, right? There's a freedom in in the act, if you will, um, which I imagine is empowering, right? Like, when she's on that stage, she must feel, obviously, like the king of the world. Um, And that's got to be intoxicating. I mean, that has to be a drug that you're chasing, right? I mean, I I imagine it, and it only exacerbates when you're not on the stage. Well, yeah. I mean, you can, you can can, see that very evidently in Britney's life. Um, So let's talk about the the, the music video for, for baby one more time for a second. Cause um, I watched it a couple times. uh, And it's, it's crazy how, many people ripped it off afterwards like how seismic it was like what it did to the industry and and i don't mean that in a negative way necessarily although it was some people might argue that 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 it didn't do great things for for the industry in terms of the copycats and the and the bad ripoffs but what she did i mean the director had a had a idea for the music video that would ultimately turn into the music video for oops i did it again uh which was the whole also great (laughs) the whole mars I'm not crazy Thanks. about that video. Oh, but... I, love it. I think that's our peak Britney right there. Yeah, I, I like the song, yeah. but I'm not you crazy like about the, it. You don't like the heart of the ocean? It means nothing to me. The whole thing <laughs> the whole thing is apropos of nothing. But It's crazy. It's just apropos yeah. of nothing. It just yes, felt like it, it feels like throwing money at, at, at shit. And... <clears throat> but, I mean, I think it's interesting that he pitches her this idea, right? And she immediately is like, no. So this 16-year-old basically says, "I'm that sounds dumb. I'm not doing that. Uh, which I respect that she controlled her own destiny mm-hmm. and that she had the agency to say, no, 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 it's going to be kids, me with kids dancing in a high school. That's what makes sense. I love that she says in every interview, she says kids. Yeah. But when we see that music video, it doesn't feel like kids, does it? Like, <laughs> I, like 20 not something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to have to unpack this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I also just love how – I'm trying to articulate this. How – how Britney Spears tying her shirt above her midriff, like the country lost its mind. (laughs) Like, it's crazy to think about that, that she just casually was like, I just wanted the shirt not to be, and and it sent ripples through America. Okay. Yeah. It was zeitgeisty for that moment. You know, every girl in PE class had to do that. So what's the vein? (laughs) I mean, I guess there's, there are people that feel like it was overly sexualized, that it felt as though she was that, – that they were sexualizing schoolgirls, which I guess to – I mean to some extent I guess is accurate. Has been happening forever. Like sure. she obviously knew that she was playing – she obviously knew she was playing into some kind of yes. well-established male fantasy, fantasy mm-hmm. 
that is clear that everyone's obviously kind of on the up and up about that. Yeah. Um, this is why I was talking about this idea of I'm not a girl, I'm not and not yet a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really want it. I was her age. So like I don't feel bad about the way I felt about this video. I felt obviously like the hottest girl who's ever lived is singing a song to me. What a thrill. You know? <laughs> wearing, the best review I've ever heard. Wearing exactly what I would hope she was wearing. Sure. Doing sure. dance moves that I would hope she would be doing. And it was it was a it was a perfect I did not expect in any way, like to your sometimes yeah. point. I didn't expect this to be a long-lasting thing in my life. Sure. Because I had seen so many – I don't many, think most people did. No, you've seen yeah. so many Debbie Gibsons and Tiffany's mm-hmm. come and go and not become this forever and ever. But like Britney just never exited our minds. Yeah, she really – I mean I, and this is and this is to agree with your point, which is that the flag is planted so deep right. with baby one more time yeah. that you really – to your point, can't shake it. Like she, she just you can't like shake. She, it. she incepted us. I remember going home and watching this video on TRL every day, mm-hmm. and just like, and I, I considered myself to be a cool kid. Like you I were was a cool not, kid, Kenny. I considered myself to be cool. I don't mm-hmm. know how cool I was, but I wasn't listening to this kind of music, right? Yeah, I was listening to at the time in like the late nineties, like primarily rap and Limp Bizkit. Primarily, no, no, like I would never listen to that shit, right? It was awful. Yeah, no, no, I would never listen to that stuff. Stay tuned for a Limp Bizkit episode. I I know, and like even now, like when I said there are there are five good songs in '99, "Faith" by Limp Bizkit's one of them. But, um, but yeah, I would never listen to that. I was listening. I was like listening to Radiohead, Rage Against the Machine, and Rap. Eminem. No, I didn't think Eminem was cool either. I thought it was a teeny bopper. Yeah, remember this video? Like my name is like it was. He he wasn't cool. So. Um, he started pretty. He was kind of yeah. No, that's fair. He just wasn't that cool. Yeah, it, in was the like, it was like yeah. bam, 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 bam. Yeah. it felt like <laughs> white rap was like the last thing anyone wanted to listen to. Yeah. Eminem like really had to kind of force it on you. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until college where like other cool kids were listening to Eminem were like, I guess I should give it a shot. Okay. Um, <laughs> my point about Britney is like I would never listen to that music, and yet like I was so taken by this shit, mm-hmm. right? So taken by it. Part of it, of course, is like. The way she looked and like the fantasy for me is like someone her exact age, but also like the song is really catchy. Now I agree with you, Molly. It's not one of her best songs by a long shot. Is it, it in? Does, would you say it's in top ten? It's for me. It would be close. Okay. I mean, I put that. I put down like five top a top yeah, five. We'll and do those I, at the end. Yeah. Then I think I put uh, honorable mentions. I don't even think I had it there. I put three honorable mentions, so it's not top eight for me. At okay. Least. But so you did a top eight. Oh, I did a top eight. (laughs) Um, But it's I I really just and this really does uh, speak to your point earlier, Kenny, that this song and this video is so seismic, seismic, yeah, that nothing can touch it. Like, I don't think that we've have we even seen a song since in 20 years that comes close to this. I mean, there have been big songs. Yeah. There have been, you know, obviously big hits. The only one that sort of comes to mind, and this is probably all wrong, but Hey Yeah was a big song. Hey Yeah was mm-hmm. a big hit. Like that that felt like a song that kind of crossed a whole bunch of demos. But Andre Benjamin was already a big star. Right. What about Crazy, Gnarls Barkley? That was a big That song. was a big song. Yeah, but That's I would big, also yeah. say yeah. like – But who is – I don't even – Gnarls Barkley? Well, <laughs> who is Gnarls Barkley? <laughs> 
CeeLo was CeeLo yeah. was established enough through actually like the same kind of Goody Mob Atlanta yeah, yeah. thing that it wasn't crazy. No pun. It wasn't crazy <laughs> that like uh, that they that they had a hit. Like they already. I mean, I don't know for a debut artist to come yeah. with a massive debut single. I mean, probably. Like things that like I don't even know. Like I don't even know what Ariana Grande's what about single Justin was. Bieber. Here's Baby. Baby, yeah. So I, I mean, brought not up as big big. As this, yeah. I brought one up and we had a, a discussion about this on the throw, which Sure. Which and I'm not I, I don't want to I love into, her. I love her. So I, I don't, don't wanna mean, and, and so do I just you. don't think it's close, mm. but yeah. Complicated. Avril oh. Levine. <laughs> I don't don't <laughs> peg Avril movie. fandom on me. Well, the reason I say Molly because Molly Molly showed up in the writers room on Station 19 dressed like Avril at one day. No, we had like. that was just her no clothes. no. That's not what happened. She wore a tie one day, and we all were like, we had Avril a, we had a day <laughs> where we were tie. we were supposed to wear ties, yeah. and so I wore a tie and I put it on and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, oh, that's just Avril Lavigne <laughs> staring yeah. back at me. So I, I, and, and I, I might. Have foolishly made this comparison because I understand that it's not the same, and I also understand that Avril Lavigne was a was perhaps bigger in Canada than she was here. So all oh, of yeah. that. that so th- these are all things that I'm willing to concede. I'm, I'm speaking more to the fact that it was an artist, a first single that was really big, that birthed a p- substantive career to a certain degree, and it felt like a song that you couldn't get away from. Well, I was thinking about it on the drive over here yeah. and I feel like in terms of like cultural impact, I was in 1999 uh, to your podcast. I was I was like, I think there's even like a, a, a line you can draw directly from Baby One More Time to the Virgin Suicides. That it's like okay. they sort of, you know, it's like almost a dialogue a little bit between the two of them. Uh, Unpack that for us. No, there, I, guys, here, I, I mean, it's saying. the sexy schoolgirl objectification. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. What's going on inside of these girls' minds? Yeah. What are they dreaming about? What are they thinking about? You sure. know, there's and, and I would I would argue too that there's something interesting in sort of the the difference in male gaze between those two things. Absolutely, How, and that's why I think it's which I think suicides is, is almost yeah. a response. Yeah, yeah. How about Kirsten Dunst as the acting version of Britney Spears? Oh, oh. Kirsten. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I was watching How to Become a God How is on it? Becoming a God in Central Florida last night. It's amazing. It's really? so good. Yeah. yeah. I'll, check yeah. I'll check it out. Well, I mean, Emily Vanderwerf just was it Emily who wrote the piece know. about how Kirsten Dunst kind of belongs to our generation and I don't know. I don't whatever know. it is. But, no, I, I believe there is something to that. There um, is definitely something. She has that. She's certainly it's it's interesting too because she so she was supposed to be uh, the Mina Suvari character in, in American Beauty, which also would have sort of played into that. To a certain degree as well, and and I'm sure Kenny's face right now. If you all could see it, I'm like, trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out how that if, if that would have been better or worse. I don't I, know. I, I think probably better. <laughs> but Maybe. point is, she she is so all American looking. She's this blonde yeah, haired blue eye. Yeah, like yeah. she's just. Uh, it would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it is really interesting to try to. I'm not sure. So you know, maybe we have some listeners that that are younger. I don't know that we can articulate how big this song was, like what it did to popular culture. It drives me nuts that we can't think of anybody in the last 20 years that's come <laughs> close. Because I'm thinking Not the biggest the stars of the last 20 years. You know, Yara yeah. Grande, Selena Gomez, um, Demi Lovato kind of all came from acting. 
I mean, is it well, Taylor? Well, Britney's a Mouseketeer. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Is it? Is it Taylor, her song? Taylor came from country. Right. So like, yeah. they all kind of were yeah. birthed somewhere. Yeah. You have like One Direction came from reality TV, yeah. and you have like Camila Cabello came from reality mm-hmm. TV, and like so many of these people, she Kelly came Clarkson, in, yeah. and um, all these people came from somewhere else, and like they were all kind of prepackaged. I mean, she did and, come from Mickey Mouse Club. Who did? Britney. Not that Britney that's, did. Britney did. That's I'm true. Just trying but to, like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. For what that's worth, that's fair. And then I think she I'm not trying to dispute Broadway I didn't know show that, before but... that. Was that she was in like a Broadway show before that? Brittany, yeah. yeah. I mean, small Brittany, role. it wasn't that. I guess to your point, it's more about the fact that there was sort of these were musicians that were built, and and I don't think the Mickey Mouse Club is the same thing. But it didn't feel like it didn't feel like this person. I guess maybe this is this might just be my experience. But it didn't feel like this person I watched grew up grew up in front of my eyes. I felt like this person came from out of nowhere. Sure. Whereas like I'm aware that like Selena Gomez dated Justin Bieber when they were like 15. Right. You know, or I'm aware that the the people who were in high school musical were in high school musical and I was, you know, I before I saw Spring sure. Breakers, I knew that Vanessa Hudgens had existed in this, you know, younger form. I think a little bit of that is also uh is a little generational in the sense of technology and and the internet and all that sort of stuff we are so more aware of people from like nascent stages of their careers and Brittany might be responsible for that too yeah because there might be a there no there might be a weird thing where like she made it okay for people to even acknowledge these younger attractive people that we probably shouldn't even know exists like we probably shouldn't even know that miley cyrus had her own show Yep. You know, like Hannah Montana, why should we know about that? But like everybody knows about that. Yep. You know, that's weird to me too. Party in the USA, great song. It's a great song. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty fascinating to think about how sort of how many different ceilings she broke. You know what I mean? How many different molds she broke in terms of how we sort of perceived a lot of things. There's this quote I have from an Esquire article. Um, of course, some boys were on board with pop music from the start and unique among the pop stars at the time. Britney seemed to acknowledge them by putting her more exuberant male dancers front and center in her videos and tours. She allowed the pre-gays to understand to, in her audience to feel seen and supported on her first Rolling Stone cover. The, Britney, the pre what? Pre-gays is what this says. Is people that, that people G-A-Y-S? S? As, as someone that maybe doesn't know their game. Not G-A-Z-E. Correct. I don't know what that would even be. All right, the pre-gays. <laughs> Got it. Um, on her first Rolling Stone cover, Britney clutched Tinky Winky, the most controversial Teletubby, after having been outed by televangelist Jerry Falwell. Spears courted the gays in a way no Wait, mainstream... Tinky Winky was outed by Jerry Falwell? This is, this... Tinky Winky's the gay Teletubby. I, yeah, but was Tinky Winky even actually gay or was it just... No, he carried a... Um... So you can't he out... A purse. You can't so out Tinky Winky. Well, I would say Tinky Winky's not out. I think Jerry Falwell outed it's a him. a fair point. <laughs> He carried Listen, a purse. Ninety nine was a different time. Okay. No. The I. I, I mean. Do, do, <laughs> I can get into this. You already get into. No, this. Yeah. Let's, the Tinky Winky thing is basically. It seems like to me that when Jerry, the, tinky winky the thing. Jerry Falwell, yes, decided essentially that any man who carries a purse is gay. The gay community said a gay community rallied around Tinky Winky <laughs> as a proto-gay icon. And basically, like, held on to him and said, we're, we're here, we're queer, and we're not going anywhere. So I think that's what happened. I believe that's what happened as well. As a straight man <laughs> who has great affinity for the gay community. 
and Tiki Winky. I just yeah, I, I don't care so much about Tiki Winky, <laughs> but I do love the gay community. I would say Tinky Winky is not out until we hear it in his own words. Uh, I don't know that Tinky Winky can speak. That's right. That's there right. are some vocalizations being made. Right. Anyway, so whatever. Either way, Spears <laughs> courted the gays in a way no mainstream pop artist had done since Madonna, and look at uh, and look around the audience to see if she's ever done that. Basically, it's this idea of her sort of. And again, like I, part of the problem here, and I don't, I, I don't mean to take anything away from Britney, is that we don't know so much about how much she knows about what she's doing. Like we can assume that's not an accident. No, I know. Yeah, no, she's yeah. not holding t- Tinky yeah. Winky by accident. <laughs> I mean, did she pick Tinky Winky or did Rolling Stone? Is the real I don't question? Know. We don't know. I don't know. And that I, I also want to say, and I sent the cover to both of you last night, just because it's. It's an incredible cover. It's one of the best Rolling Stone covers. It's got to be. It's it's just it is so aware of what it's doing on all levels. Like it's just it's a it's a it's an immaculate piece of pop culture. It's a shame we didn't do like Christina Britney versus Christina. Oh, Britney there's no Britney. contest. <laughs> it's not really what I mean. Though. I, don't, <laughs> I don't mean like we a can comp- do it right now. You can talk about Christina. Yeah, I don't mean like a who's better. I mean just kind of comparing and contrasting their careers yeah. because. I happen to love Christina too, but every move she made, super calculated, mm-hmm. kind of seeing what Britney Britney did and then taking a step and a half farther. Like, oh, Britney's getting sexy. I'm going to be ex Tina. Yeah, I'm going to have. I'm going to pass this. That was chaps. a good phase. Uh, yeah, and I'm, yeah, again, like I love this girl. Like I think yeah. she and I and part and of she's that, a great singer. Which yeah, and part of what I love about her is like this like kind of insecurity, vulnerability, like little sister, second place thing. The fact she kissed Madonna too, and no one remembers that. It's kind of amazing to me. Well, that that album, that's the one. Extina is the one that with the the dreads. Dirty, yeah, dirty, yeah. and uh, and beautiful, dirty. Yeah, such it's, a weird juxtaposition because beautiful could have been a Carol, right? It's a horrible. Beautiful could have been an any any song, any era. Yeah. It could have been a Whitney Houston song, right? Sure. I mean, like it's a timeless song. It'll probably last longer. No offense, than any song Britney did, right? It's and, a great album. Though. Yeah, it's it's one of the it, it's it's an interesting. I guess Dirty's I a good song. Dirty's a good song. Yeah. Uh, and I think Hunter is that the other one? What's too? the one about? She has like her version of Britney Spears stronger on that album too. Yeah, right. It's, it's just it's it's what it's is, a bold sort of. It's not dirty. It's the one where she's fight, oh, that much fighter, stronger. fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighter. yeah. Thanks for making me fighter. Yeah. <laughs> that one's kind of a jam. <laughs> Yes, I listened to it the other day. Wait, I like fighter? pulled it up intentionally yeah, and was like, "Thanks for making oh, me fighter, make me a little bit strong." This one, yeah. It's a good song. Yeah, uh, it's a good album. She's too good, good in my opinion. It's good, too good a singer. Too good a singer. <laughs> she is. She's too good a singer. Yeah. I watched. Um, I for whatever reason there was like one of those shitty ads on the bottom of like a website you go to that's like check mm-hmm. out Christina's sure. first performance. So they I watched Christina's performance of um what was her second song? Not Ginny in a Bottle, the, um, the, the bad oh, one. Oh shit, what is it? Hold on. The uh, Come on over? No. Yes, it is Come that, on over. That's a good song. It's that not a bad. A it's not that song. bad of a song, but it's just there's nothing to it. There's nothing kind of exciting or or dangerous or transgressive about it. Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's like a it's like a bad Whitney song, yeah, it's, right? Yeah, it's, it's like. Yeah. She's got an incredible voice. Her voice is too good for those songs. Yeah, yeah. She she feels like every song, whether it calls for it or not, she needs to show off her chops. Pipes, yeah. Whereas Britney doesn't, and I, and I'm not knocking Britney's voice. Like she brings it when she needs to bring it, but like she doesn't always need to bring it. Sometimes she 
yeah. st- stays up all night, lets it get raspy and yeah. selling a vibe, which is yeah. so much more important than like showing I can trill. Yeah. You know? So it is. Yeah. It's the difference between sort of it's. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying that, that Brittany weaponized sort of popped them and like the, yes, I, the, that's I, a really the good way I, of putting the, it. The, 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 the iconography of it. Whereas Christina is a better singer, but arguably just but not as big a pop artist. She's somebody introduced me to this term the other day, uh, just saying Christina's sweaty. She's trying. She's really, yes. you yeah, know, yeah, and Brittany's yeah. just like, Oh yeah, I'm from Louisiana. I don't know. I just have this sexy voice, whatever. <laughs> and then it's like so good. Yeah. You're just I, like, I, you like her more. Yeah. I, I think Christina probably sat back a lot of nights and said, I'm so much better than her. I don't understand why she's bigger than me. Yeah. You know, she's fucking Salieri to, to Britney's Mozart. Can you please write that movie? <laughs> oh, you know, man. the one I, you know, the one I want to write, which one I want to write the Eminem kid rock one, oh. <laughs> Where, but, but Eminem is Salieri. Because he can't figure out why, like, white people, why this fucking guy who sucks <laughs> keeps selling out. That's amazing. He keeps selling uh, out Ford Field. That's so fucking. And funny. like, he's just like, what? Is, like, yeah. he's like, I'm Eminem. <laughs> I lived the life. Like, that's I so actually funny. get it. Yeah. And this guy's doing ba with the ba, and he's making more money than me. <laughs> ba with the ba. Yeah, I've talked about that movie for oh, years. Oh, that's fantastic. But yeah. the yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. the yeah. Angelina, that, Angelina, the Christina, yeah, the Christina Aguilera yeah. thing. I think that. So I think. I think she thinks, getting way into it. I don't mm-hmm. love doing this with movies, but I'll do it with real life. She, I think she thinks that no matter what, in the end of the day, in a singing contest, I'm going to win, right? And she would. If that mattered. If that mattered. <laughs> that's exactly fucking right. If yeah. that mattered, yeah. that's a whole point. And she hasn't realized yeah. that, like, that's not what it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, and in the singing contest, Jennifer Hudson's going to win and she already did one and it's yeah, over. Yeah. You know, like, because there, there is an ongoing, there is an ongoing yeah. singing contest, right? There's yeah. always a singing contest. Like, who's going to sing? Yeah. Who's going to sing the national anthem when we're at war? And we always give it to Jennifer Hudson. Who's going to sing Memories in Cats? Who's going to sing Memories in Cats? Which is what we said. Oh That's a real thing, right? When we need a song sung. Who's by gonna- a By a half human, half cat. When you need when you need a song sung, you know it used to be Whitney. Whitney sang the national anthem when we were at war sure. against Iraq, and then it wasn't Whitney, and then like it was Christina for like a minute or two, and then it was Jennifer Hudson. It's over. You're gone. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. I it, it's it's interesting how there's always some sort of a someone versus someone. Like it does feel like each of these. Like I was I've, I was talking to um to my roommate about like when we do Backstreet Boys. And in sync, we should just do Backstreet Boys versus in sync. Like, it feels like there's always sort of a, a yin and yang. People in don't everything. get that one either. What do you mean? Backstreet Boys won, and Timberlake. <laughs> yeah, there's won. no question. Timberlake well, won. Also, I get that Timberlake yeah. won, but he won. But but Backstreet Boys won. They're still fucking together, putting yeah. out jams. They're I also mean, all <laughs> better singers than all the singers in in sync. I think they're just there's. It's everything, a thing. everything about them was better, and they're the NSYNC is the sweaty version. NSYNC is the, it's true, but NSYNC <laughs> did have the better he's personalities. The, uh... Um, no, Timberlake did. <laughs> I mean, maybe the other four did. I, I, because I, I can, you know, I can I mean, rattle like, off the four NSYNC guys, yeah. the five NSYNC guys, like that. Really? Well, I've done it before on this very podcast. <laughs> on this very podcast? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, for Jay Z, yeah. Chris, Joey Fatone, um, Timberlake. And wait, is JC? You had it. There's only one more. I know it's JC, Chris, 
Timberlake, Fatone. This is embarrassing. It's like one of the big. You're ones. forgetting like one of the most. Yeah, or arguably the big one of the bigger ones. Wait, did yeah. I say Timberlake? Yeah. Timberlake, JC. Yeah. yeah, Fatone. Yeah, Chris, Lance Bass. There it yeah, is. um, and. <laughs> And then, but it took me a while to get to get all five Baxter boys, even though yes, I think they're yes, better. Yeah, boys. you don't know who are the Baxter oh, boys. I don't know. I, so I don't know if, if I must. <laughs> it's Howie, Brian. Oh my god, I forgot all these. People. Howie, Brian, Nick. Oh, the other ones that took Kevin for Kevin. sure. Kevin. Yeah. And then there's the guy. Oh, oh AJ. 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 That's right. AJ. AJ. So, um. One of the things that I love about uh, Baby One More Time is that the video was the first of 14 of Britney's videos to retire on MTV's television series TRL. Oh, That's like, amazing. yeah, because they were just like, we can't. They're anymore. just like, we might as well just <laughs> <They had> a- <laughs> end on Britney. No, they had a, they had a number. Yeah. When yeah. you got to a certain number, I forgot what it was, they retired you. But it was yeah. very important to get to that number. That's like. Yeah, it was like retiring a number in sports. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so the video was listed at number 25 in the greatest pop song since 1963 in Rolling Stone and MTV in 2000. Blender listed it at number nine in the 500 greatest songs since you were born. The song was also listed at number two best song in the 1990s VH1 compiled of best songs the past 25 years. Uh, it's one of the best, most best-selling singles of all time with over 9 million copies sold and also earned uh, Spears her first nomination for a Grammy Award, which she lost to. Christina probably. Yeah, yeah because yeah, they <laughs> classic for, Grammys. Virginia. Yeah. Which is a great song in its own right. Yeah. Uh which is probably like her best song because it was written it was written, performed and the video was shot before she knew what she was up against. Yeah. You know? Yep. I think what a girl wants. I think there's an argument to be what made a girl for wants, what, what a girl, girl needs. Yeah. Wait, wait, I think that? it's as good as Genie the Bottle. Um okay. All right. I mean, that album. I don't so, love what a girl wants. All does right. she? Okay. So forgive me. <laughs> she has. Um, uh, okay. So she's got herself titled in 99. Uh, Christina Aguilera does. And then it's stripped is sort of the next big album, right? She just kind of, she has a Christmas album and, and some singles, but like really it's stripped in 2002. She did kind of, that has dirty on it, right? Yeah. That has, mm-hmm. she did kind of go away for a little bit. She did. And did come back looking completely different. Completely different yeah. and doing. Yeah, and then she did, and she did the Moulin Rouge song. Um, yeah, the Lady yeah. Marmalade, which like Britney would never do in a billion fucking years, even no. if she was the middle of it. Like she would. Ne- it's amazing she ever collaborated with anybody. You know, like, she, she on- only Madonna, right? Will I am Iggy Azalea. Oh, right. oh. Iggy Azalea. Okay, so she's, she's had a bunch of okay, but in in the early days, nobody. I nobody, think there's right? something about the vibe of that Moulin Rouge song that Britney would never do. It's just like yeah. too straightforward sexual like you know like voulez-vous coucher avec moi that's like saying it. you're saying it Brittany would never say it yeah she's not she gets so close though if, I mean yeah. if you see Kami <laughs> but if you see Kami is if you see Kami I know so yeah. like she's j- <laughs> can you I don't know that song if you see Kami F U C K no I, 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 I understand I can spell oh, I don't know the song oh, oh. it's, it's not F U C K Me. it's if you seek Amy oh my god and then that's amazing. And then it's about that's, she is a genius. And then it's about <laughs> like Amy. Like it's it's like the song is not that good, but the title is really good. It, like well, I'm saying, I mean, I'll just get into it because yeah, whatever please. we've got into so much shit. Yeah. Um, Britney is saying things you'd never expect a pop star to say ever. Starting from all right, in baby one more time, like hit me mm-hmm. baby one more time. 
it's not so much the the lyrics to me it's yes. more like the look of the video and mm-hmm. the look of everything mm-hmm. but from from that album on oops i did it again hard to believe that anyone would say that you know i've never really heard it like she loves like, the ellipses oops oops i did it again like i played with your heart got lost in the game like like I made you think that I wanted to fuck you, but I don't like that's mm-hmm. all right. Um, I'm a slave for you. That's the most transgressive pop song from a big star. I can remember until if you see Kami. <laughs> <laughs> so the big songs off of oops are yeah. oops. I did it again. Stronger. I, I guess her cover of, I can't get no satisfaction. Uh, okay. Sure. Don't let me be the last to know was big and well. lucky. Lucky. Yeah. Also. Lucky is a great song. Amazing song. Yeah. Uh, Good video too. So then she does. Then the next album is just Britney. Well, by the way, Lucky, we should we should give a couple of seconds to. Yeah, Lucky's great. Lucky's mental on my top five. Illness. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky is about mental illness. She's straight up like I go home alone and cry. Yes. <laughs> Isn't she lucky? This Hollywood girl. Like this is it's so fun too. This is a story about a girl named... And they have all the, like, sort of, like, talk interludes in it that are so dumb. This is a song about a girl named Lucky. (laughs) It's a great song. It's a great song. It's also a great video. You know, I I still... I love what you said, Molly, earlier about the line. (laughs) The, um... The the old Hollywood lobotomization, institutionalization thing. Because, like, my favorite... Like my number one favorite artist, truly my favorite artist, like I think maybe ever is Lana Del Rey, Mm. who basically like watches this. Yeah, that's her persona. Her persona is like ghost who lives in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, that's incredible. That's so true. She's like, she's like pretty ghost in Hollywood who has seen all this shit for the last the history of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, just kind of telling you about it. Cause she's not really talking about like something that she's experienced so much. Right. But like, there's a reading that I'm kind of connecting in my head. Like she's a lot of times talking about Britney. That might you know, be true. she's I, like a Casey Affleck in that movie where he's just like the ghost in the house. Oh, the, the ghost story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you just guessed at the title, you might have gotten. Yeah, it. I think. That, <laughs> I think that my Fair. favorite Lana Del Rey song <clears throat> might be the Great Gatsby song. Which one is? Do you know that song? Yeah, because I've listened to all of her albums ad nauseum. Oh, really? I didn't know you were but, that big a Lana Del Rey fan. I, I just didn't know that about you. Yeah, I'm going to see making Laura take me to see her on our anniversary. What a guy, right? everything she does. We're so lucky to have her. I'm not kidding. I mean, the chorus is just great. It's like... It is a ghost in Hollywood. It's so great. Yeah, she's. it's, it's amazing. It's great. It's crazy. And I'm really happy because, you know, we're on the... It's like the day Taylor Swift's album dropped. And like yeah, now Taylor's, ago, yeah. Taylor's cool again. And I'm really happy that people, It's a good album. People seem to have like like gotten over any Lana Del Rey hatred and now people are just like she's actually really cool and great. Yeah. So. I've I I mean I don't it is interesting that you made the comparison between Lana and and Britney because I think there is something very sort of um I think very th- conscious. I, I, I think, do think that Lana I, knows what she's doing. I think of course, yeah. but I I I think that Lana like kind of is the ghost watching mm-hmm. Britney and just yeah. sometimes comments. She's a direct I descendant. Totally, I totally yeah. agree with that. For sure, yeah. Um so th- there's an interesting uh quote from Pitchfork 
which says songs like Nirvana that smells like Teen Spirit and Dr. Dre's nothing but a G thing. And Britney Spears, Baby One More Time, altered the landscape of pop culture so quickly, in large part because they were delivered to all corners of the U.S. simultaneously by MTV. MTV's ability to place a song and musician into the pop music conversation was unparalleled at the time. And by the end of the decade, that meant absurd levels of both financial and creative commitment to music videos. It, it, and Britney is just right in the middle of that. Those music videos... Um, so you guys, every time is your favorite. Let's talk about our music videos for a yeah. second. Not the songs, but the music videos themselves. Every time is your favorite music video. Yes, absolutely. Okay, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no one even thought about it at this table. Yeah, I don't even. Uh, have to and then Toxic, uh, probably. That's up there. Okay. What what are what are some of your other favorites? Videos. Videos. Every time, Lucky. Um... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I mean, hold it against me. Uh I really like Scream and Shout. I actually love Scream and Shout. Um, which isn't really her, but whatever. She's in it. Um and also crazy. Okay. I love crazy. Crazy's, yeah. crazy's fun. It's fun. You, we don't have enough Britney as waitress. I got to throw in I'm a Slave for You. That video is I love cool. that video. I'm a Slave for You. It's great too. I think that video yeah. is great. I also think that's the, I mean, I know that it's, it felt like the conscious decision to really age her up, like to make her an adult star as opposed to, because that oops is sort of that bridge, mm-hmm. but it feels like this is the album where, or at least I'm a Slave for You felt like well, I mean, I, fully embracing I keep coming back to the terrible song that's I'm I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Which, which also album has, is that on? It's not. I think it's on the Crossroads. Yeah. Really? It's not on an album? I think yeah. it was the Crossroads um, soundtrack song. Oh, that's funny. So, like, the video is terrible. That it is all, like, the, you know, all the clips it, from the movie. Clips from the movie, yeah. and then her on a fucking mountain. But, like, she's in, like, a, a, like a cave, sort of like a birth canal type. You know, yeah. she's in like the the Antelope Canyon. Uh, it's all a yeah. little too literal for yeah. me, like the whole thing. But I do think that is kind of her moment where she's like, all right, we're dropping the baby girl act. Yeah. And we're going to acknowledge that, you know, people my age, like <laughs> sure. some people my age love having sex. I'm trying I'm trying to find this video because I don't remember it. You just have to find a still from it. Yeah. yeah. You don't even worry about watching it. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at her videos here, just trying to sort of gauge. And it's just, there's they all really are of a piece. Like, there's an aesthetic quality that all kind of, they, I don't want to say they all feel the same, but there's a uniform kind of vibe to it. 
which is like a third of the video will just be Britney singing straight to camera yeah. from like a highish angle <laughs> with that <laughs> eye thing that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. If you, it, yeah. it's actually the the template was set with "Baby One More Time." Yes, three separate set pieces, mm-hmm. right? Three separate album change, three separate um, outfit changes. Yep. Right. There's usually one one shot within those set pieces where she's looking directly to camera. Yes. Cutting back often between these mm-hmm. set pieces, but not always. Um, usually no narrative. That's why everything's amazing. I mean, I mean, every time's amazing. She's always in these early ones at least, she's always watching a guy from a distance. Sometimes the same guy. Yeah. Sometimes uh he's related to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> And yes, there's often a guy in the video, but yeah, that's what it all. And then as you as she gets further and further on in her career, because this this like goes even to I'm a slave for you, even to um, if you see Gamey, it's the same thing. Um, Hold it against me, I fucking love so much. Did you watch that video by any chance? Hold it against me. No, you should watch. Have you seen it? I'm sure you know I have. the song. Yeah, yeah, but I know the song. Yeah, in the video. It's like she's in the middle of like this room with a bunch of TVs. In the room. Wait, which one is this? Sorry, Hold looking. it against me. Okay, I'm which is another like punny fucking title, but like I, I love her puns. Um, where she's like literally spraying paint on videos playing "Baby One More Time." Mm. So that's interesting. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I oh, that song's so good. I'm I'm just I, I didn't know there was a video for uh, if you seek Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I this one passed you by. I too. really I just I'm really I'm in love with the title of this song. Yeah. <laughs> It, well, it, we, we, we all remember our first time. <laughs> I just, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just, uh, I'm pulling this up here because you seek Amy. This is the video. Uh, yeah. it starts with like a, like a yeah person like on a, TV or some shit. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a like a Fox News type thing. Um, turn it up. I think people thought this was a like maybe somewhat about Amy Winehouse at the time. Um, I, don't know. I don't know. Somebody told me it's, that. It's kind of amazing. I don't know. I, I'm every time. It's about bisexuality, kind of. But is it? Uh, probably. I don't, well, I don't know. The whole idea is everyone wants to fuck Amy, but I think the idea is everyone wants to fuck Britney. I think it's interesting that the top songs on Apple Music. Just, just for whatever it's worth. Number one is Toxic. Oops, I did it again. Womanizer. Work Bitch. Give Me More. Make Me. Baby One More Time. Circus. I will say there is never a time that I get on a treadmill that I do not play Work Bitch. Never. Do you and, like Work Bitch? Yeah, I like Work Bitch. Every, um, <laughs> every song that she has done it, yes. like has a really, really great title. Yeah. Like, those are hot titles. They're great titles. Yeah. I mean, I also didn't know that she had an album called Britney Jean. Yeah. yeah and like, an album called Britney. The recent ones, right? Yeah. yeah. Britney Jean, I think, is that's the one that that's that's with uh Work Give me, Bitch. give me. Oh no, that's Is this your this is your workout song? Oh yeah. And then and I love she does the British accent. She has a British accent. And in so this? many songs. You, and I. you ready? You and I. Well, my ticket's like a You want a hot buddy? You want a Bugatti? Yeah, I can see you working. You want a Maserati? Yeah. You better look, bitch. You want a Lamborghini? And then she has this part where she says, "Go call the police. <laughs> Go call the governor." <laughs> call. I mean, put on, put on, scream and shout because she does okay. it in that too. She's basically RuPaul in this. Yeah. Movie, in this song, it's so amazing. Really? 
Yeah, she's I'm, I'm pulling it up. One second. Um, <laughs> she loves doing like a weird voice here. She and there. like I, the thing that's so cool about her, like because she's been around for so long now. She's only like 37, 38, something like that. Yeah. Um, but she's like taken on this like this like gr- like grand dame persona. Like yeah. watch her in this video. Like she's probably younger than Will I am. The action. She looks like she looks like his like hot drunk aunt. <laughs> Here's what it is. She is someone who goes into the studio because if she doesn't, she will feel sad and lonely and bored. And so she's just playing a lot of the time. She has so much unreleased music that she's made that no one will ever put on an album. Like Prince? Yeah, I think like, and she loves Prince. I mean, it's one of her, every time they ask her her influences. But I think that's, this is the result of being able to just play in the studio. Two voices, you know, why not? Oh, this song's great. Does she sing on this song? Yeah, the next verse. Okay. That's her on the high register. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, She's. Oh, you didn't get to that Will I Am and Britney bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well. God, I love her. uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay. So, Baby One More Time comes out. Where are you? When this Me, album comes out. Personally, um, I guess I was 14, um, living in Louisiana, not too far from Kenwood, Louisiana, hometown of Britney Spears. Um, yeah, watching TRL every day. And uh, yeah, for whatever reason. And and this was also, I think. So you were one of the people that bought this album like first week? I never bought it. I think at oh. the time, similar to Kenny. I was, too cool. Yeah, I was a little too cool. I liked it, yeah. but I wasn't going to like be a Britney fan. It's been years for me to admit that I am a Britney fan. I never bought it either, by the way. Yeah. And I don't even think I even acknowledged that Britney could be cool until the Glee episode. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it, it's, it is interesting how she has, and it's not in an ironic way, because there, there has been sort of artists that come back in ways that you're like, oh, it's sort of a guilty pleasure. Oh, I think Britney was ironically liked, for me at least, right. until that Glee episode, I realized how genuinely those right that yeah that show yeah. and those characters liked her yeah and it reevaluated it it caused me to reevaluate it too and then the 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 Vegas show mm. did I you didn't see the see Vegas, the Vegas okay. show but the Vegas what I'm trying to say is something about that moment how seriously she was taken by everybody mm-hmm. made me kind of reevaluate okay, okay this might be a artist worth um, reapproaching mm-hmm. in a more critical way. And that's what happened. Sorry, Mark. I th- well, I think she's just gone through so much so publicly that it's like at this point, even though she's not an underdog, she's Britney fucking Spears, but she feels like an underdog. She is an underdog. Us, yeah. You know? Um, so I'm going to. Since I, she shaved her head, she's been an underdog. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to read um, a very brief snippet of the NME review, which is very negative. Of maybe one more time? Yes. Um, which is just, I'm just, because I think just sort of to see how. At the time, you had sort of publications of cool, quote unquote, you know what I mean, that were, that yeah, were trying. Pretty, pretty sure Enemy is out of business now, so. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what they said. Hopefully, uh, if Britney starts to live the wretched life that we all eventually do, her voice will show the scars. She'll stop looking so fucking smug. She'll find solace in drugs and we'll all be more happier for it. I mean, in a way, you know, but, but I, the I, wretched again, life we all do. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Like, well, at least that guy owns it. <laughs> that guy seems miserable. But and I again, say how sad is that? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, really sad. But it is also just I wanted to kind of highlight that side of what it was like when Britney was out in the world and when she 
which again, like it's not even about the too cool thing, although that is part of it, but it's also just people that would not let her in, would not allow this sort of uh, pop music to sort of permeate their kind of bubble. This is a new phenomenon. Only in the last, I'd say maybe 12 to 15 years Mm -hmm. have we allowed pop music to be treated like it's on par with rock and rap and more kind of cerebral types of music. Mm -hmm. So like, I remember I wanted that way was kind of considered to be a great song, but no one would take it seriously. Well, yeah, no. and it is a great song. Like, yeah. obviously a great song. But like I would, as I said, like I, like I would never put that on ever in a million years in high school. Are you kidding me? Like I was putting on like Led Zeppelin because I was fucking cool. So, <laughs> but do you think that there's something to the fact that pop music now has sort of in the Venn diagram of pop music, it's bleeding into so many different genres now? You, I mean, Taylor is your country pop, and you know, hip hop is sort of there is sort of pop infused vice versa kind of influences in all of that. It feels like pop is this much more kind of mutated thing that allows it to be a little bit more embraced by people that think it's, I just think, you know, I just think lesser than, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I'm not really sure to be honest. Like I have on one hand, I'm really happy that people have gotten off their high horse, sure, you know, and that people can embrace a Taylor Swift or, you yeah. know, anybody else j cole or like anybody that that would have been Mar- a drake is a really good example mm-hmm. um who would have been kind of ignored or kind of laughed at 10 12 years ago on the other hand it's a little disheartening that like at the end of the year pitchfork's top 20 albums are like major pop song major pop albums you know and that's like that's disappointing that yeah. even like the people that are supposed to be championing independent music don't even look there anymore because Lizzo is so great. Like, I get it. I'm not saying she's not. I'm yeah. saying like, like we have forgotten that the weekend, for instance, put out three fucking independent albums on yes. his own before. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's also where you can find really cool music or like yeah. chance the rapper started on his own fucking mm-hmm. SoundCloud. Yeah. And that's also where you can find really cool music and you should be putting those, those songs and those albums at the top of your year. end totally. lists. So, it's hard, you know, like I do wish that songs like Baby Warm, no, 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 you know what I mean? Like I Want It That Way, for instance, at the time mm-hmm. was kind of given a cool stamp. Mm-hmm. But um, the way Taylor has been given a cool stamp. But and, and well, and then sometimes kicked around a bunch, too. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's, people it's are sort of that they're like, you yeah. know. Um, so in an interview in 1999, Spears uh, discussed the inception of the song Email My Heart. So good. Where she said, everyone's been doing emails. <laughs> and the song's called Email My Heart, so everyone can relate to that song. Oh, yeah. It's adorable. It's like something Poppy yeah. would say. <laughs> oh, God. Poppy? Poppy? You're a Poppy fan? Big Poppy fan. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Number yeah. one Poppy well, fan. At the end not of the since day. she's gone metal, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. OG but Poppy. She's always been metal. I mean, <laughs> there's a case to be made. She's the most yeah. um, Poppy would say everyone's doing email. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone can relate. Email? Yeah. 
<laughs> it's fantastic. That Poppy, song's not great. Poppy does email. No, even my heart's not, not a great. great song. It's yeah. I mean, like a lot of these songs, this is a lot of the songs on this album are like soda pop. When you go to like a karaoke place and someone punches in the wrong number, like the track that comes up, everyone's like, "What is this? Turn this out!" You know, yeah. it sounds like a mistake at the karaoke place. <laughs> well, I mean, soda pop. I'm gonna play a little bit of soda pop oh, God. because soda pop's fully fucking insane. Sure. Uh, uh, here we go. It's like in so many different genres being blended here. They have some like Baja men. Yeah, yeah. You know, you never know it's going to work. <laughs> I mean, like, you never know. <laughs> no doubt was big. <laughs> <laughs> they were hedging their bets here. <laughs> I mean, Soda Pop's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't, from the bottom of my broken heart, I actually think isn't a bad song. It's not bad. It's not Bad a great video, song. Man. The video's the video's crazy. It just looks. It's just her on a porch with a hat. She yeah. like, her boyfriend breaks up with her, yeah. so she's forced to move out of her own home <laughs> <laughs> and leave behind her mother and her sister. Why? I hope that was the you, pitch. Just, That's what the story appears to be. It's on a water you can't tower. Relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then she gets on a bus and then he shows up at the bus stop and is like, oh, no, I, mean, I can't relate to getting on a bus. The, but... the, the banishment is kind of amazing, though. It's like, oh, it, you. Yeah. That guy also looks 35. Yeah, maybe. So, I also <laughs> so like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like for the bottom of my broken heart's insane. Um, I'm trying to think of what other songs. Oh, here's what's also an interesting little bit of of something that I didn't that I didn't know, which is about the. um the video, the, sorry, the audio clips at the end of the album that has the, do you know what I'm talking about? No. So the album, uh, sorry, I'm just going to, I need to find this, uh, this thing here. Sorry. Okay. Uh, after the beat fades out at the end of the CD, there's a spoken word thank you from Brit. Oh. Where she says, it means so much to me that you enjoyed listening to my song as much as I loved singing them. Then she gives a preview to the upcoming release by label mates, the Backstreet Boys, and says, Hit it, guys. Oh, no. In other words, the debut album was sort of an ad, which is also interesting. Then the CD single, From the Bottom of My Broken Heart, had another message, one you could put on your answering machine that said, Hi, this is Britney Spears, and sometimes my friend can't come to the phone, and this is one of those times. So leave a message at the beep, baby, and she'll call you right back. So I listened to a Britney Spears podcast, and they they play that sound sample and uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm. It's it's great. That's, I mean, also just, you know. I'm surprised that people don't do shit like that now. It'd be so easy to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just, it's like with apps and, and like, Does why isn't there like leave a voicemails anymore? I don't know. That's a good point. That's depressing. <laughs> but anyway, no, do people leave voicemails? Like cold callers. My mom does. Yeah. Moms. Yeah. Cold callers, telemarketers, telemarketers. Got a lot of hangups on my voicemail. Yeah. Got a lot of hangups. So, um, what's your favorite song on, Baby, one more time, guys. Crazy. Crazy? Yeah. Probably tied. Baby, one more time and crazy. Yeah. I know yours is sometimes, Phil. Like, <laughs> we- <laughs> you motherfucker. It's not. I think Baby, one more time is the best song on this album. I, I mean, it just, it's, I tried to listen to the whole the whole album last night in preparation of this episode. And I couldn't get through it's it. It's a rough listen. <laughs> it's, 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 it really feels like you're in some sort of a, a time machine or something. Yeah. You're just, you, you really can't like, 
there was a, a really great thing, I think, in Vulture that said, this album is also a time capsule for the desperate but still lucrative state of MTV in the late 80s, appeasing the erratic genre bending of the network's jukebox before it imploded. It features a ton uh, a ton of, at the time, commonplace production bells and whistles, sci-fi whirring effects, transitions into verses, copious cowbell, sprinkles of <laughs> sprinkles of Stardust keys, bouncing synths. Yeah, it's it's just like it's crazy. You're transported to Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's like They're in trying. Sweden. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's just kind of it's just kind of amazing. I don't know. I, I it's it's hard to listen to. It's a roller coaster ride. But uh, I don't know. I, I I'm it's, I guess I'm thrilled that it exists because it birthed this star. Yeah. I'm not sure that this is an album I would want to own. Or you would never listen to it, right? You're never no. going to put it on. But, but what album of hers would be one in in the zone? Blackout. In the zone? Blackout. Blackout is her best album. Well, you know, guys. Well, you know. So okay, <laughs> guys. So for no, you, I don't think blackout it would be in the zone for me. No question. Oh. I mean, blackout does have give me more, but what else does it have that you like? Give me Piece of me. me. Radar is great. I kind of like Toy Soldier. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think In the Zone is your best album. I just don't think you're going to... I think the sound of Blackout is the best sound you'll get on an album. Okay. You mean production? Production. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that In the Zone is just... She's kind of in the zone. <laughs> No, I was <laughs> trying in my head to think of any other yeah. way to say it, and I had to say that yeah. <laughs> she uh, in the zone works for me. It's just like that's that's kind of the that's the Britney sound that is like the Purple Rain Britney sound. You know, that's the yeah. it just works. Yeah. Um, and then everything that comes after it, I really love. Like I love you know Club Banger Britney. Sure, like that's the Britney that I want. Sure, but um, in the zone is kind of like this the, is her kind of at the, the peak songs, of her powers you know, a little bit. Yeah, you know, I I really do think that. I mean, I think that the the Madonna song is great. I think it's a great video. I think it's a great song. You're not you don't like you don't like. It's all right. It's music? such a like transparent fame grab for both of them. I don't know. There's something that's about it that's enough. just yeah. It's all right. It's all right. How do we feel about Madonna now? She's sweaty. Well, I don't care about, <laughs> I don't now care about 61-year-old Madonna. No offense. You mean the, the just arc Madonna, of the whole thing? Just Madonna. Sweaty. Yeah. I don't know. I, I For me, Madonna, I think that the Dick Tracy soundtrack might have been the first cassette I ever owned mm-hmm. or was certainly mm-hmm. up there. So um, Sooner or Later was a big... He loves those Manny Patinkin jams. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> Breathless Mahoney. Breathless Mahoney. Uh, so good. I, and then I have to... I, I mean... She kind of went off my radar. I mean, there was the sex book and there was exotic and there was all that kind of like erotica nonsense that she was doing a little bit. Well, there was like – And when, then like bedtime stories. In like the mid-90s, she was off limits for someone my age. In terms of she was just – you couldn't listen to her. She you was, weren't allowed to. Yeah, she wasn't like, cool she was, yeah. No, and it wasn't that she was wasn't like, cool. She was doing stuff that like that like was – Fucking one step away from watching porn. Oh, I see. Okay, sorry. So my mom like, had the book. Yeah. I remember she well, mine the book. did not. So like, <laughs> it was stuff that like I could wow. definitely. It was stuff that I could definitely like not listen to without like maybe getting in trouble. Interesting. In the mid nineties. Yeah. You know? So she was yeah. she was contraband. Correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. So then she does bedtime stories to mm-hmm. try to kind of round the edges off of some of her stuff. She does Avita. She tries to kind of find the the. Yeah, she becomes like stateswoman Madonna a little bit, which is kind mm-hmm. of lame. 
But then I think Ray of Light's a fucking great album. That is Amazing a great album. album. Yeah. That is an incredible album. Yes. And then she has some really great songs on future albums. But that's, there. that's yeah. the like. I love Ray of Light. You know, it's interesting about Ray of Light. Um, she was 40 when I came out. Mm-hmm. Britney is like 37. Like, I hope Britney puts out like some. Oh, that'd be cool. Just some song album, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Not just like. It's Britney, bitch. Like, get up in the club and turn the <laughs> yeah, shit up. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'd be interesting for her to put out, like, because what does that have? That has Ray of Light. That has Frozen. Frozen. It has um, oh God, Don't that? Tell Me, which yeah. I love. Oh. And I love that video. And Madonna looks No, amazing. that's not on Ray of Light. That's not Ray That's on music. That's on the, that's on the next don't one. Don't Tell Me? Yeah. To really? Stop? I'm sorry. Don't tell me is not on. Is oh, not on that. Well, it's on the next one. It's I on. Uh, it was... Then I guess I like music. <laughs> music has um, has that song, and obviously it has music. We have uh, like have Die Another Day on it as well. Was that that Don't tell on? me what it feels like for a girl. Those were on the 2000 album of music, and then in '98 she's got Ray of Light, which has Drowned World, Ray of Light, uh, Nothing Really Matters, Frozen. Oh, maybe this isn't the album I love. I I like that a lot. I like Ray of Light. I think that's a great song, but I think music is really what I like. Yeah, I mean, I think. What she, do you think happens when you type music into Google? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she also has. I also think uh, "Hung Up" is a great track. Yes. Hung oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what that's a great the last song great song is? Ever, I think. Um, we only have four minutes. Four minutes. Oh, to Jason's save the world. Yeah. So good. It's a good song. Yes. With the marching band in the background? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, I mean, she's, she's done now, though, right? Like, we're, and I don't mean to, like, you never put know. an extra, I, I, don't I wouldn't know. be I don't shocked know. if she put know. out, like, a great album tomorrow, but I don't. I could see her, I don't know about an album, but I could see her still striking a vein with a song Mm -hmm. again. Not even in his, like, some share believe type way. Like, you never, (laughs) like, you never know with this person. Yeah. They thought she was done, dead, and buried 20 years ago. This is true. So. Which I think is true to your Britney corollary. I do feel like Britney could absolutely drop an unbelievable album, song, whatever, that just recontextualizes her all over again. Really hope that she has so yeah, Madonna like pretty cool. I really hope she has as productive a forties through sixties yeah. as Madonna had. I don't know? see why she wouldn't, you know? It's very hard I mean, to. I know lately, you know, she canceled her new Vegas residency. Yeah. Why did she cancel it? Do we know? Well, I don't I think there's a lot of sort of conflicting information. Okay. I would just say the only reason I think rumors. she wouldn't yeah. is because only one person ever really has. So like it's super hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, like, there's always kind of Lady Gaga looming. You know, like, Lady <laughs> right. Gaga is kind of Britney Spears, but also a robot. So, like, <laughs> she's not gonna, she's not ever gonna quit. Yeah, she's like, and she, and, and, and she, I, and, you know, I've, I've, I, I, I have very strong, positive feelings about Lady Gaga. Hey. But Lady Gaga is like a, a robot computer like she she is like netflix's computer she finds these like she finds these little like things that you never think would connect but always do yeah so like i she's never gonna stop i think that lady gaga is different than britney because i think lady gaga has aspirations i think britney just wants to keep working and making stuff you know whatever that is it does it does feel like lady gaga wants like an empire yeah and britney doesn't feel that way well you know the way i feel about lady gaga is like the fact that she got billed as lady gaga for a star is born says a lot to me about what she's doing like 
she is not dropping character ever. You know? Yeah. I don't mean that yeah. in a bad way. I love that about her. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing about her. Do you think so wait, when she was when she was nominated for Best Actress, she was nominated as Lady Gaga? Yeah. Wow. Fact. And I mean, she was maybe still in character from Stars Born. So she was a, no, she's a character from her life. Because yeah. that's not who she no. is. Yeah, sure. She's Stephanie Germ- Germanata. She's like a, she's a dancer from like, I don't know, I have, a friend who, uh, I have a friend who's a singer-songwriter who kind of came up with her in New York in like singer-songwriter clubs. And one day she gets the call. She's like, hey, I'm doing this show. I'm Lady Gaga now. Come see it. And my friend went and was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is just nuts. Like, yeah. you look insane. What are you doing? And then it's like six months later. It <laughs> only works if you never drop the fucking veil. Yeah. And she never drops the veil. And I fucking am blown away by that. But- I, I, I respect it. I, I'm not the biggest Lady Gaga fan. I don't hate her. There's a handful of songs that I really love and I think are great. Um, I guess I just sort of the 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 performative sort of the 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 the, the clothes and the meat dress and the all of it was just That's what's me- always gonna do it for me. <laughs> no, it's like it's it's the I get it. it's the adaptability of this character because that's sure. the point. She's she stopped being Stephanie and started being Lady Gaga, right? Right. So the adaptability of right. this character, she could that. sing with Tony Bennett, she could sing with Bradley Bradley Cooper, she could wear a meat dress, she could she could be about you know, <laughs> yeah. sings a, with Beyonce. Yeah, she'd be yeah. about I'll be you know uh, GT empowerment. She could do it's it's kind of remarkable. Oh, I think she has the best of intentions. I wasn't suggesting that like, LGBT. Yeah. You know um, I mean that she's no, I know she yeah. does. I know, and I'm yeah. not saying you don't. I'm just saying, like, I think it's important when talking about Lady Gaga to acknowledge that, like, Lady Gaga is the is the product, and, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas Britney Spears is not the product. Britney Spears is putting out the product. Yeah, you know, and that's why Britney Spears is fascinating in her own way. But Lady Gaga would never let you know what is going on in Stephanie Germanata's head, mm-hmm. which right. I think is kind of incredible. Yeah, I, I think that yes, it is next level performance art, right. which I which I appreciate. Yeah. I don't mean to take anything away from that. Um, so we should do our top fives. Okay. Well, some of us have eight. Do want, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you uh, do you want to go first? Should I go first? What, what do you, what, I mean, mine are kind of obvious. I think you guys are going to go deeper cuts. First five tracks off of Baby One. Yeah, you mean obviously. Yeah. <laughs> You um, know my heart. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll go because they're kind of whatever. But um, number five, Lucky. Mm-hmm. Number four, Oops, I Did It Again. Mm-hmm. Three, Me Against the Music. I'm a Slave for You and Toxic. You love Toxic. Toxic is a fucking bear. Yeah, I mean, it's a jam. You know how I feel about it. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a perfect opportunity. You for do a... love Toxic, no? Oh my she god, she does. Oh, good. Yeah, you no. were, you saw the short that she. Oh yeah, your short she... was amazing. <laughs> that was unbelievable. I can't believe that exists. Everyone needs to. We'll we'll link to it on our on our Twitter yeah. feed. Molly directed. Did you I mean, direct this? That's a loose way of putting it. <laughs> Molly propped yeah. up a camera and pointed it at Noel Wells. And handed a bunch of mayonnaise and, and stuff. And I various it was condiments. You who was doing the handing. Yeah. <laughs> like someone's got to do that. It is, it is an camera. amazing video. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who wants to go next? Uh, I will. So I'll okay. give you my my little. Um, so you want to do your, your runners up and then my do. My little runners up first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Lucky was a runner up. Okay. Um, maybe one more time was a runner up. Uh, <laughs> scream and shout was a runner-up. Okay. Um, number five, I'm a slave for you. Okay. Number four, crazy. Number three, every time. 
Number two, hold it against me. Number one, toxic. It is what it wow. is. Wow. It's fucking great. When it's the best song. It's the best song. It's wow. the best song. I agree. Um, I, I love it I like so the, much. the dance to it when it's oh, on. It's so good. Um, it's the best song, in my opinion, not the best video. Well, fortunately, I made an alternate video. <laughs> <laughs> it's now the best video. <laughs> I think Joseph true. Kahn directed that video. Is that him? <laughs> Joseph, uh, yeah, he directed the second best toxic video. Yeah, yeah, the second best. I'm trying to, I, I think it was him who now does all of Taylor's videos. Um, and some of the biggest movies there are. Yeah. Yeah. Is it him? Yeah, he did it. 2004. Uh, all right, Molly. All right. So I didn't do any runners up, but I think piece of me would be a runner up. Oh, um, interesting. yeah, it's, uh, it's so cool. That like bird sound in it. That's like, Oh, it's so cool. Um, a, now I got to fucking pull up pieces of me. Oh man. Yeah. The birds. But, but the, but the birds. Is it deep into the yeah. oh. Those aren't bird sounds, those are sex sounds. <laughs> what what kind of sex are you having? Bird okay, so <laughs> my actual top five. Yes. Give me more. Give okay. me give me oh, it, I mean it's this is my alarm clock every morning. Um, really? Yeah. Every morning I wake up to it's Britney, bitch. Give me, give me. Yeah, and so my husband's now like he'll like kind of wake up and be like, "Oh, is it already Britney, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, happening. Fuck. Okay, so uh, number four, work, bitch. Um, always on the treadmill. Number three, oops, I did it again. Sorry, I love it. Um, number great. two for me, toxic. Okay. Yeah, and number one, I gotta say every time, and it's really the video that puts it in number one. So. okay do you think the video would have been better in its original yes really yes i think britney spears is someone who's struggled with mental illness and i think that if she wants to depict that i think we should allow her to okay you know i don't think we should make up some fake oh she got hit in the head by a fan and you know like let her make the fucking video she wants to make i agree i don't know that's it's i will say um that's the you get that from the video as is. I think you know what it is. Like you're, you're not. You I don't think anyone it, yeah. is. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, no, no, we're, I, we're adults. I don't know what kids take away from it necessarily. But like, I watch that video. I'm like, this is a suicide attempt. On top of that, it's several like giving. You know, the the fact that the other iteration of the video may be better or may have been better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really take away from how many leaps and bounds this is. Beyond sure. the next most transgressive pop video I've seen in this vein. So, you know, like, I mean, I, I like the director's cut of uh, Blade Runner, like a lot more mm-hmm. than the actual theatrical the cut of Blade Runner. Runner. But I understand if I was like a child seeing the actual first Blade Runner the first time, I would be so fucking blown away because <laughs> yeah. it looked and felt and, yeah. and, and examined some things I never could have imagined, even mm-hmm. though I think the, you know, director's cut is might have been significantly better. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of a, a similar thing where this cut is still better than toxic, but you know, the other cut might be much better. Here's a question. Um, and I don't know the answer to it, but you guys are both, you know, deep Britney fans. Maybe you'll, you'll have the answer. What is the best use of Britney's music in something outside of her music videos? I mean, I think are there, we is, agree. I feel like we all know what it I is, right? I don't, I don't know. 
Spring Breakers. Oh, well, that's that's. I mean, yes, I, it's not even a question. <laughs> I still haven't watched this clip that you. I it's guess not I even a question. It's like I, I'm I'm pulling it up right now because you sent you sent it to me last night and I didn't I didn't look at it so I don't it's I don't know. So what we're talking about fucking right now. good. It's so perfect. Yeah. It explains everything about what is happening in our culture right now, and I'm not making a joke. Is this from the movie? Yeah. He's playing the piano to describe what they're doing. James Franco is in... Uh, alien. He's alien. He's alien. <laughs> He's behind a piano playing Britney Spears while there are three young women. Four. Four, four young women. Well, there's only three in this shot. Okay. But, uh, where um, uh, they're, they're wearing pink balaclavas and have machine guns. What's balaclava? Isn't that the thing that you the put on your head? Yeah, ski, ski mask. mask. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, this is something. They're dancing with the machine They're guns. They're dancing with their machine guns. And singing along to every time. Oh, and now the it, actual song comes turns in. to Britney. I don't remember this in the movie. It's the best part of the wow. movie. It's the, it's the part when I like, like, tr- like fell deeply in love with the movie, fell deeply in love with the song, and started to kind of understand like this confluence between, for lack of a better word, I'm not going to do a good job of this. Um, lower class white cultures, affection for Britney, affection for black culture, and misunderstanding and misapprehension of how and why like hip hop culture rose up. Mm-hmm. Because that's what this movie's about to me. And that's what a lot of what's happening in America is about to me right now. A misunderstanding of how gun culture became what it became. Right. Both in black community and white community. Like how like necessities brought about American gun culture. Uh-huh. But now it's just fun. Okay. You that, know? No, I see that. Now it's just like kind of fun shoot em up shit. So and then to kind of also sh- like like juxtapose that with Britney. Yeah. And a kind of a misapprehension of that song as yeah. well. Like it's, but the idea that Alien took the time to learn how to play this on the piano. <laughs> Alien's a complex character. He that's this is the like this is the scene. Yeah. And like, do you, have you ever met anybody who even comes close to Alien in your life? <laughs> here's here's what I'm gonna and we we talked kind about of. this a little bit on our on our. No, harmony. I met people. Oh, I would just finish. Sure. What if you've yeah, ever sorry. met anybody close to Alien like this in your life? No. Who's like so crazy? Ben Hosley. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But like. There's always a very, like, deep, mm-hmm. sincere um, attachment to their own emotions, if that makes sense. So, Molly, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you grew up in Louisiana. I'm guessing you know people like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah Who get sure. a little – who are crazy yeah. and dangerous and get a little drunk and start talking to you about, like, how hard their childhood was. Yeah. You know, things like that. I mean, it's kind of like in Breakfast Club when you start talking about yeah. Pack of Smokes, Johnny. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. And that is embodied in this. Like this guy knows the lyrics to every time. I, I, I want to kind of piggyback on that because I think that we talked a little bit about this in the Harmony Korean episode. but and, and it does actually apply to Britney as well, I think, which is how easy it is. I'm going to say with all pop culture and, and most art, which is that it's very easy to be dismissive of things. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to yeah. say... Oh yeah, well that's I'm smarter than this or this is this is not totally. worthy of my time. And 
I did that with Harmony Korine, and I would I would argue that I did this with Britney Spears for a very long time as well, which is how easy it is to just make it seem as though like, oh, that's just candy. That's just garbage. Well, that's we just talked whatever. about this um, on the last time I was Superstar here with Superstar, Superstar yeah. where it's, and I think it, hap- it happens to all artists, I think, all types of artists, but I think it happens a lot to women artists. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I think that that's – so to your point, and again, I appreciate this clip, and I should watch – Women and Minorities. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Spring Breakers again. But that does feel like a confluence of so much going on there. It's so easy to watch that clip and to watch Spring Breakers as a whole and just think that it's a joke or that it's that it's sort of a parody of something. Um, but there's obviously a lot more going on in it. And there's a lot more going on in Britney Spears. And there's a lot more going on in most of the things that we watch and listen to. I think that Spring Breakers falls into the same kind of bucket that a lot of these movies that we do fall into which is like a lot of the movies that that the worst people think are great um for the wrong reasons right boondock saints yeah boondock (laughs) saints or you know but but not not boondock saints but i'm talking about movies that are actually great so like the fight clubs right Mm -hmm. or the goodfellas Mm -hmm. um i think people a lot of people look at that scene and they're like oh they're making fun of britney spears just like i would because i but that's that's so not not what they're doing That's not what those girls would ever do in a million years. Those girls worship Worship Britney. And the fact that they, and and that scene is when I realized like, oh, they're, they're not with, they're not hanging out with alien just to be near someone. They could, they could have left by now. Mm -hmm. There is a, there is a a kindred spirit thing going on here Mm -hmm. that I believe is happening Mm -hmm. that I believe would happen between these kind of characters. I mean, like Britney Spears married Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline is the most like alien of anybody yeah. outside the guy he was based on, <laughs> Riff Raff. So, like, there is That's something incredible. here. Are they still together? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. no we're going Where, like 12 years. Where's I mean, the... her breakup with Kevin Federline probably... Is what sent her over the edge? Part one of the contributors, I would imagine. Interesting. Who is she with now? Um, is she... she is dating a guy whose name is Sam Asgari, I believe. He's a personal trainer. Okay. Um, he seems like a real sweetheart Great. on her Instagram. I, I want nothing more Thank than God. good things for yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. Wh- how? Not that we need to do a deep dive into the, her relationship with Kevin Fitterline, but I would like to sort of just take a second to talk about a little bit of the the, the tabloid Britney because we didn't really kind of talk about that, which I do think feeds into all of this. And I think that she did, it seems like to the best of her ability, tried to keep that stuff to herself. Yeah. But some things aren't. Her and Justin Timberlake dated, right? They were dating for for many years. When they yeah. were like children, and they yeah. were yeah, they wore the denim outfits. Oh <laughs> right, right, the, the the Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, um, you said it, not me. I know. Uh, and then Kevin comes into into her life, and they're together for a while. Well, right? I think in between there is when she briefly married her childhood friend, Jason Alexander. Yeah, his name is Jason Alexander. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, for like a week, they got like married in Vegas, and like. Got an altar. But that was a big story because she was Britney. She was American royalty. Well, I think it was sort of our first hint of like Britney is extremely impulsive, right? Mm-hmm. Like she – what we know of Britney is not what Britney is really under the surface at home. No. So people I'm just, were I'm, shocked. I'm looking at Britney's um, personal life um, just in terms of when she was with Kevin, but I can't seem to find it. So whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so she marries Kevin. She has children with Kevin. Mm-hmm. Two children. Two children. Yeah. Twins? No. no. Very close after okay. each other. Yeah. Um, and then their marriage falls apart. She 
shaves her head and kind of goes a little bit off. The most punk rock thing anyone has ever done. Yeah. I think. I mean, really? I I mean, yeah. She did it for the cameras. Well. I'm not saying she did it for the cameras. That's not what I meant. But she she was filmed in the moment. She was being filmed every single moment of her life. It was also the moment, like, in it. All right. So Britney comes on the scene in 98, 99. Mm-hmm. For eight years, she is obsessively followed. Yeah. She makes several videos about it. I mean, you can see in her documentary um, on the record, they mm-hmm. are in the car with her as she's going in and out of places. And it's like scary. Beatles shit. It's really uncomfortable to watch, to imagine. And, you know, you, you extrapolate that. Yeah. yeah. John Lennon was killed by a stalker. And, you know, Princess Diana was basically killed by the pap- paparazzi. And, like, this is the thing. And, Britney, in a way, when she shaved her head, was also saying, get the, the fuck, fuck away, from away from me. And they did. Yeah. Like, yeah. that actually kind of happened. And since then, she's controlled her own mm-hmm. narrative to some extent. Like, she'll put out an Instagram video every once in a while. And people will be like, oh, look how great and happy Britney looks. What a great mom she is. And it's been kind of great since then. But she really has kind of been left alone. Yeah, I think to some degree, I think um, she was put under a conservatorship at that point, and she's really not – she's not able to drive herself. She's not able to spend her own money. She's not able to oh, wow. leave her house under her own discretion. So I, the paparazzi leave her alone. She's oh. not photographed, but it's because she's not – she has no freedom. Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, she was recently Ooh. photographed driving in a car, driving a car, which is like – you know, has inspired a lot of people to be like, what's going on? Why she's driving? Like first time oh, wow. she's been spotted driving a car in maybe five years. I don't know. Um, has she done an interview recently? She doesn't speak about it. She's never, I mean, she, everything huh. she says is completely vetted through PR. Oh my God. I mean, she doesn't That's speak really freely. Scary. Well, this is why I'm saying she's our, our lobotomized Hollywood starlet. You know, she's oh, our, she, somebody's going to make the Oscar winning movie about her life. I don't know. You know, it's, it's crazy. There you go. After the Kid Rock Eminem. That's the one I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, is there anything else you want to talk about, Brittany? Because this is, you know, she's she's your girl. She is. Um, I no, I I think we covered it all. I think um, think thanks for for agreeing with me that she's um, an artist in control of her own destiny. And the baby one more time is not representative of her work. Of course. And, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's... I'll be the alien to your <laughs> or whoever. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I, I just sort of want to say one more time that I think that um, it's unfortunate how quickly people pass judgment, how quickly they do things, you know what I mean? How they, how they judge an artist. And it is unfortunate to your point that that video, when everything is said and done, when, when Britney is off this mortal coil. That's a, probably going to be the testament that that stays with her. You know what I mean? That that the might be the defining. Shaving? No, no, no. The video oh. of her, my baby one more time. Oh. Like that, that feels <laughs> like that's the thing that, that, and I, for good or bad, I think that that's, that is sort of a, a, a tremendous lasting testament. It is an unbelievably successful thing. Yeah. And, and it, a lot of people loved it. It's probably true. You're probably right. Yeah. So, I think 
if I could make a case, I think the head shaving should be the video that stays. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's yeah, sure. It's a it's, it's a young woman who's taking control of her life in yeah. in a way that's not attractive and it's to the world. And well, she that's doesn't the part care that, if you like it or not. That's the part that I appreciate maybe the most about it is that it's Britney to what you just said. Like, fuck all of you. It's pushing everyone away. Yeah. I'm not yours anymore. Uh, yeah, you yeah. don't own yeah. me. I'm going to do what I want to do. So um, <laughs> in the strangest of throws for next week. <laughs> We're doing snow falling on cedars. Uh, <laughs> so for all you Britney fans, uh, please. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't we got all to. the. No, it's okay. We got all these. I'm sure we're going to get all these new teeny bopper fans coming to the new hot podcast. Hopefully we will. And we're throwing them into the deep end. Fall. Yeah, we're throwing them uh, in, with in, a one-armed Ethan Hawk in oh. the snow. He, he um, looks great. And Japanese internment camps. Uh, we've got Alex Wu coming on, who's a tremendous. Yeah, go watch writer. a terror infamy. Go watch a terror. He's the show he created, yep. and then tell me you don't want to wa- listen to our episode. All right, he's, he's you Britney. It's stands. a really fun episode. I actually thought, you know, Kenny gets to get some weakest link info because Alex yeah, wrote on the weakest link, exciting. which was exciting. Um, it is a great episode. It is, Alex great episode. is amazing. Yeah. We're very lucky. We're very lucky. Very to lucky have to have him. him. It's it's a really fun episode. It is, um, and. Uh, we're at podcast like 1999 on Instagram and Twitter. And I feel like really the only way to end this episode is. Damn it. <laughs> I thought you could have put sometimes on. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Peace guys. out. Podcast like it. Just podcast like it. Podcast like it's 1999 Podcast like it You want the podcast like it's 1999Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.